welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. So whether you have props or not, starting in Supta Baddha Konasana, soles of your feet together, knees out to the side. If you do have two blocks, bring them close to your hips so they support your legs well and allow you to lie down with openness, but not necessarily a lot of stretch going on for now. Like if, you, if you're here to get good stretch, we will get that. Uh, for now, just a peaceful sense of openness in your body. Nothing's being pulled on too much. And you bring your hands to your center line. Feel your breath move. And almost as soon as we bring our attention to the breath, we enhance its quality by paying attention. And we know the reverse is also true. That when our attention goes somewhere else, the quality of our breath is diminished. And that's normal. It happens. We do it all day long, and our body keeps breathing. as this is a practice, we'll spend the time refining the quality of breath that we have right now, simply paying attention. breath here, just as you are. And then you'll bring your right leg in. Keep your left leg where it is. Right leg extends up. If you have a strap, you can catch the foot with the strap. And if no strap, catch the back of your leg. If you do have the strap, Take it and uh, and definitely if it's a, if it's a yoga strap meant for this, uh, you can do a little warming of the foot. If you're using something um, uh, kind of creative, that may or may not be a thing. But if you've got a nice yoga strap, just a little side to side action, getting the sole of the foot warm, the plantar fascia, the skin, warmed up for this, and then with the strap or a strap like thing, catch the ball of your foot. And send your heel up as you pull your toes back toward you. Keep the left leg resting in Supta And you'll straighten your right leg. That may mean that you take your right leg a little forward. Totally cool. It doesn't need to be vertical. But for right now, for our purposes, in this moment, the leg is straight. The caveat to that is that if it hurts your knee, to straighten your knee all the way, or your knee does not straighten all the way, that's a real thing. I'll leave that up to you. If the knee can go straight, let it go straight, and if it needs more space, let the leg go forward. I'm going to breath in. And a long, slow breath out. Then take your straps into your right hand, 
and let the leg move over to the right. Keep the left leg grounded on the block there if you've got one. If you don't have a block, a left hand to left inner thigh, just keep the left leg in that Supdhabhadakonasana as the right leg goes to the side. With that block that was supporting your right hip, it can stay right there. The leg can rest on that block. And what we're seeking there is a sense of your sacrum being level, your hips being centered on the mat. When we take the leg out to the side, it tends to rock the body to the right. So sustain center with the support of the blocks. A light drawing in of your abdominals helps too. Have a breath in. And then as you breathe out, use the leg muscles to squeeze the leg back to center. You're gonna swap hands with your straps if you have them. If not, you're gonna use hand to leg. And then turn your right heel in, toes out, so the leg rotates from the hip. Toes to the diagonal, we generally feel something a little different there. If you need more space, let the strap out. Let the uh, leg float a little forward and press out through the heel and straighten the leg in this rotation. Good breath in. And then as you breathe out, release the strap, fold the knee into your chest. Take the foot into you, happy baby. Get the left leg in, Supta Breath in here. When you breathe out, release the right foot to meet the left. You're back in Subtabhadakanasana where we started, leg bones being supported by the blocks. Get breath in. And long, slow breath out. Just paying attention. And then if you need to adjust, if things feel a little off-center, and you want to adjust the blocks, adjust your posture here on the floor, go for it. And Fold the left knee in towards center, extend the left leg up, catch the foot with a strap. If no strap, you just can hold your leg at the uh, most obvious point for you. And if you do have a, uh, a yoga strap that feels good to you, warm the foot by sawing it back and forth. eventually making your way to hold the foot at the ball of the foot and draw the toes toward you press the heel out from there straighten the leg to whatever degree you can whatever's possible and again this side it might need something else you may need to go a little further forward to get the leg straight not locked but straight And you can think of the difference there as locking the leg would be just pushing the bone straight. Straighten the leg, you know, from squeezing the front of the thigh, pressing out through the heel, so that the, the straightening is muscular work there. Breath in. Breath out, you can bring the straps into your right hand or hold the leg with the right hand and turn left heel in towards center, toes out to the diagonal. Let the leg move just gently across center. You're still grounded in the right leg and the left hip. So everything feels centered here at the base. 
breathe in and out like you were combing through anything that's outer edge of the left leg. Press your heel up, pull your toes back. If you can, again, straighten that knee by squeezing the quadricep muscle. If that means you take the leg a little away toward your front wall, do that for now. And then bring that back to center, swap hands, and slowly let the leg move out to the side. So you got the straps in your left hand. Right leg stays grounded, block supporting it. Hips stay level. You may find that the, uh, the left hip feels a little heavier than the right. Slide that block in if you've got it to better support that side and or draw in your abdominals to anchor you at center and or take the right hand to the right thigh. Bring that back to center. Bend the left knee into happy baby. Keep the right leg as it is. Hips level. You breathe in. And you breathe out. And then a slow release of the foot to Supta Feet find each other. Legs rest on blocks. Take a moment if you need to adjust for your hips, your ribcage, the back of your head to feel centered. Do that. And then slide your blocks if you have them just a couple inches out away from the hips. Pause there if it's too much. When you get there, like you know you can go back. Just pause. It's going to let the legs drop just a bit. Then take the blocks out again. Just a couple more inches to see if uh, there's support there. If at any point this becomes too much, something starts to pull a lot that doesn't seem right, then you go back and breathe here. Moving from a more restorative pose into a more what's called yin yoga pose, where we're taking ourselves to you know, the, the maximal stretch but supported. So a minimal stretch and relaxation was the first intention. Now one more time blocks out as far as yours are going to go. Still supporting the weight of the legs moving out but perhaps a little more intense. You always hold the volume knob if it's too intense. Go back from anything that's too intense that's making your breath hard or your jaw tight. That is not going to help in the long run. Breath in. And a long, slow breath out. Take your hands to the outsides of your legs to help them in. Bring the soles of your feet to the floor about hip distance apart. You're going to press into the three points of each foot ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of the heel. Lift your tailbone, your sacrum, your low back into a light bridge. And then continue up 
to your discretion. Press your head down, press your arm bones down to open up the front of the body. And then slowly making your way down. And bring knees to chest, nose to knees, knees to nose. And make your way up to seated. And we'll take Sukhasana. Now, Sukhasana is a cross-legged seat where your ankles and your knees line up. So this is uh, this is dependent on your particular body geometry, whether this particular posture works for you. But if you can get, let's go right leg crossed in front of left with the ankle in front of the knee, and then the left ankle lined up in the same line as your right knee. Uh, be as creative as you need to there. Find your sitting bones and lift up from them. We'll pause. And if you feel like you're really uh, behind the sitting bones, right, that's again, it's a body geometry thing, you may want to grab a blanket or a block or a set of blocks to make yourself a little bolster and raise yourself up. If you find that this positioning for your knees is just not it, you can go with Siddhasana, which is the ankle cross in front of the ankle. Siddhasana, always a, uh, a good choice if Sukhasana doesn't work. Those two work pretty, uh, pretty similarly in the body. But for some of us, one's going to work uh, better than the other. As you are. Have breath in, bringing your shoulders up to your ears. As you do, lift your sternum. Lengthen out from your navel to your sternum. And then let your shoulder blade slide down your back. Keep the lift of the center of your body. And a couple more of those big shoulder shrugs. Real slow. So, yeah. I mean, unless you're preparing for jazzercise, then you know you do, you do you. But slow enough to kind of inspect how your shoulder blades are moving, how your arm bones are moving, how your collar bones are moving. Deepest layer, most important of all, how your breath is moving. As you let your shoulder blades slide down your back one more time, pause and note your arms at the side seams of you. If you have a shirt with side seams, that's easy, or just imagine where they are. Let your elbows become heavy. Your hands rest on your legs somewhere. It doesn't need to be your knees. That's an arm length thing. If it's comfortable there, great. I'm not comfortable there. I keep my closer. You do you. You know, lift up to the back of your head. So find the back of the skull where it meets your neck. Lift that up and a little back. Nice. Keep that alignment vertically through the spine. We're just gonna let the left ear move toward the left shoulder. So as you do, tilting the head gently to the side and drop the right shoulder blade down heavier, like that elbow just got little more weight. Then you'll take your left hand and bring it to your head, to the right side of your head. You're not going to press the hand down. You're going to press your head up into that hand. So only upward pressure here. The right elbow stays heavy. And check in with the center of your chest. Lift your sternum. Breath in, breath out, 
when you inhale, you're just going to switch the side of the head, the hands on. So you're going to slide the fingers over to the left side and then just use your fingers to help your head come back up at center. Pause here. Lift the back of your skull. Lengthen the nape of your neck. And then the other side, the slow and gentle tilt of the head. As you're tilting your head, your spine through from your tailbone up through your neck, vertical, lifting the center of your chest as you let the head go. Then you're going to bring the right fingertip to the side of the head, to the left side, and without pushing the hand down, Press the head up into the fingertips. So there's no need for us ever to put more compression on our head or our neck in this uh, particular arrangement, for sure. Probably in general. Here you're using the muscles you're elongating. Perhaps giving a little more intensity there to the stretch. Definitely highlighting it. A breath in breath out. Then you slide the hand over to the right side of your head. Just use the hand. Just let it help the head back to center. And as head arrives to center, lift the back of your skull. Lengthen the back of your neck. Breath in. And breath out. You know, lean out of your Sukhasana or Siddhasana, whatever you are taking there, and switch sides. So the left leg in front, and you start with a little ankle in front of knee, and the, the trial there to see if uh, Sukhasana works on this side, maybe different on this side. And if, you just take a moment, if that feels all right with the knees, stay. If it doesn't feel all right with the knees, adjust as you need to. If it feels all right in the knees, but your low back feels rounded back, or if you feel like you're just kind of behind the sitting bones, that is your sign <laughs> to get up on something. There is uh, absolutely no benefit to you sitting with a rounded back for any longer than uh, it takes to find out that your low back is rounded. Unless you want to encourage slumped posture, and if you want to encourage slumped posture, I'm not here to tell you not to, but don't. You sit tall, and again, deep shoulder shrug, Inhale, sort of up towards your ears. Exhale, take them back and down. Pause here. And keep the general upward lift of the spine. So focusing in on sternum. Sternum lifting up. You feel the thoracic spine moving in. Then we're going to drop chin toward chest. And so similar but different because there's so many muscles involved in the neck, you're going to gently roll your head toward the left. Pause. Breathe there. Again, check in with your spine so that you're sitting at center. Both sitting bones feel evenly grounded. Sternum's lifting. Thoracic spine's moving up and in. Take your right hand and reach down and away. Just reach through the fingertips. Notice what happens there in the neck. Breath in. Breath out. 
bring the hand back in first. Then slowly move your chin toward your chest as you lift your sternum. So you're lifting your heart towards your face. Pause here. And then let the head gently roll. So instead of tilting, rolling it, it gets into a slightly different area than that skirt of muscles around the neck. Left hand down and away. As you're reaching the left fingertips down and away, lift your sternum up. So those two uh, opposing forces there. Drop the fingertips. Head's heavy, comb through the side of the neck. Bring the hand in and lower the head back to center. As you do, lift your heart, lift your sternum. Feel the thoracic spine move in. And then bring thumbs, uh, hands together, thumbs to forehead center. Use your thumbs to help you elevate your head back to the top of your spine. So lift your elbows, lift the arms. Just allow the neck to move with freedom. Then we'll take the arms up overhead, reach and Exhale the arms down into cactus or goalpost. Here's one. Abdominals in. Don't let your chest go forward. Just take the arm bones back. Okay. And lead with the elbows. Okay. So the hands kind of always want to lead with the elbows back. So if, uh, if your arms are tilted a little bit, hands are forward to the elbows. Yeah. Heart up. Pull your elbows down like someone had their hands underneath them. Breath in. Where's the back of your head? Is it still moving up and back? And then breath out. Bring the arms together in front of you. Maybe the elbows come together. Maybe they don't. If the elbows come together, pull the forearms apart. Breathe in. Breathe out. Pull your abdominals in. Lift the elbow points again. Check in with the back of your head. Is it still lifting up? Lightly back. And then release this down. We're going to come to hands and knees. And some rounds of cat and cow. When you exhale, press your hands and feet into the floor and round your spine. And when you inhale, reverse that action. Press your hands down, press your feet down, and round. Breathe in. Heart. One more cat pose. Stay there. Press the floor away. Breathe. As you're pressing your hands down, slide your hips back like they were going to go to a child's pose. But because of the, the strong cat pose in the spine, they, they stop somewhere along there. Walk your hands forward to fingertips. Chin tucked in. Upper back rounding. Breathe in. As you breathe out, come back up to hands and knees. Tuck the toes. Come up to down dog. 
Press your hands down and forward. Long, slow breath in. Long, slow breath out. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Stretch long. Big step into a low lunge. Back knee comes down. Wiggle your back foot back as far back as it will go. And the back knee down. Long, low lunge stance. Hands down. Let your chin drop in. Get breath here. And breath out. Inhale, take your right hand to your right thigh. Draw your heart up and forward. When you exhale, you're going to press your leg into your hand, hand into your leg, and twist. Nice. Keep lifting the thigh up into your hand. Breath in. Breath out. Pull the abdominals in and back. When you inhale, you're going to unwind this. Step back, hands and knees. And exhale, down dog. When you inhale, your left leg up and back. Bend your knee. Big step forward, low lunge. Wiggle your back foot back. As they have the longest stance, there's still a lunge in your body. Lunge uh, with the front knee over the ankle. Verify that. Hands to the inside of the leg. Let your chin drop. Like cat pose. Draw your abdominals in. Your breath here. And breath out. Inhale, bring your left hand up to your thigh. Draw your heart forward first. Then press hand into leg, leg up into hand. Rotate. Unwind that. Come back to center. Hands to the mat. Back. Hands to knees. To down dog. And breath in. And breath out. your hands, walk across to seated, come down to your back, hug your knee in, and take any finishing poses or stretches you like on your way to Shavasana. Nice work, y'all. Oh, good job, Miko. Intensified Shavasana.
ready to move again. Start with your fingers and toes. to your right side and make your way up to seated and take a big shoulder shrug let your heart lift in your chest the back of your head lead up spine feels buoyant body decompressed Bring hands together, heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Nice work, y'all. Thanks so much. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.